I always describe intuition as the highest level of knowing available to us. It knows everything about you, like everything, everything that you like, that you don't like, that you're denying about yourself, that you need to embrace about yourself. And it knows all the cooperative components as well. So it knows everything about everyone else. It knows your dreams and it knows how to get you there. And it's constantly trying to communicate that to you. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's taking your dreams and saying, well, this is, this is where you want to go. Now I'm going to start to whisper, go here, go there. And what intuition does is it kind of communicates every step you need to achieve your dreams and be successful and stay there because sustaining, you know, success is a really important thing too, but it's going to help you get all the skills along the way. And it's going to help you cut through the noise. It all starts from within because within is where the personal shift begins. Hello and welcome to the Personal Shift Podcast. I'm your host, Dorotea, and together we will cover topics all about mindset, manifestation, personal development, and self-love. If you're ready to finally let go of all things holding you back, start believing everything is possible, and create your own definition of success, then this podcast is for you. But remember, there is no one size fits all to anything and connecting to your personal self is the only way to go. So take a seat while we dig deep and unravel limiting beliefs in order to create space for the new energy of the personal shift to knock on the doors. It's time you finally create a version of yourself and life you keep dreaming about. Hi guys and welcome back to our podcast. Today we have a special one because we have a guest episode and if you're anything like me then you're surrounded by people who are experts at being multidimensional and never wanting to stop growing, learning and becoming more themselves than they have ever been. So that is exactly who our guest today also is. So meet Janice. She's on paper a respiratory therapist, a yoga instructor. She also studied kinesiology but her fascination with how humans work didn't stop there. So today she's above all an intuition and energy coach, speaker and trainer. She helps individuals both like you and me but also athletes and corporations to make decision making a piece of cake and do it no other way but from the heart and step into the shoes they were always supposed to wear and become who they were always meant to be. I shared on my stories that I myself am a student of her course Soul Tuition and even though I am just now only halfway through the course, she has already helped me so much and she helped me learn so much about myself. And even though I have been in this like whole self-growth journey for over a decade already, like this only shows you that there is always more to learn about yourself. I simply had to bring her to the podcast so that you too can get a glimpse of what she's talking about. So hello, Janice. Welcome. Hi, thank you. I'm so happy to have you today on the podcast and I'm very excited for all the answers that you're going to share. So as you know, you could hear, I shared who Janice is today, but could you introduce yourself a bit more to our listeners and explain who Janice was back in the days and how exactly did she become everything she is today? 
Oh man. Uh, yeah. I, it's been an interesting journey. I'll say that I grew up on a farm and I just, you know, growing up, I had this huge sense of connection to myself and there was so much space and just to the earth and so on. And then, you know, you grow up and you become a teenager and you become a young adult and you start to make these concessions so that you fit in. You start mm-hmm. to make concessions and you start to kind of almost get on this conveyor belt of, you know, go to school, get a good job, just work that job. Yeah. Don't, don't worry about <laughs> happiness. Like, where's yeah. that going to play in? Who cares about that? Like, just fit in. <laughs> exactly. So I did that. And I ended up, you know, I had a relationship. I had a good job. I studied kinesiology, like you said, and then respiratory therapy. And I started this career in respiratory therapy. And I was happy, but I wasn't fulfilled. Like, mm-hmm. and it went pretty quickly from like, wow, this is amazing to, to like, what am I doing? I think I've somehow screwed up, you know, the formula of life. Like, I'm not happy. And I did everything that people told me to do Mm -hmm. and three times in one week when I was questioning like oh crap what do I do like where (laughs) where do I go what's wrong here I had people tell me like trust your intuition just trust your intuition and I at the time was this huge people pleaser and I was a perfectionist because that kept me safe and that kept me acknowledged I get recognition for you know good grades and doing a good job and then I said well great I would love to trust my intuition how do I do that and nobody could explain it to me and that didn't sit right with me and so I was like I I don't like this. And at the time, I didn't know that was my intuition saying like, hey, something's up, explore this more. (laughs) Um, But I just slowly was like, I'm going to figure this out. And I was in a pretty, pretty dark place. I called off an engagement. And I was just like, yeah, I had zero sense of self at this point in my life. And so I was like, I'm going to not figure out intuition. But I was like, I'm going to find myself again. I'm going to find this. I'm going to I'm going to learn how to trust myself, which is really being able to listen to your intuition. And that started, you know, to this point, it's been 10 years of me studying intuition, trying to figure out how it works and really put it in terms for us that are practical, that make sense, right? Because a lot of people have said, oh, intuition's intangible. It's knowing without knowing. It's pattern recognition. And I'm like, no, there's more to it. There's definitely more to it. So now, you know, I started to do yoga, which was huge for connecting to my body and with the respiratory, of course, breathing as well. And then I just slowly started to like really listen to my intuition. And at the time I was doing it unconsciously because the the kind of wake up call for me was when people looked at me and said, how are you doing what you're doing? Like you're traveling at a time when travel's not really a thing and you're like hiring a housekeeper, which is everybody's dream apparently. <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> I would love someone to come and clean my house. Yes. <laughs> Exactly. People were like, that's an option. How are you doing this? But I also, you know, was getting all these really good opportunities to go travel, work and make money. And people were like, how? And that's when I realized I understand intuition, but I have to now put it into a language that people understand. I actually have to be able to translate it to English so that I can teach other people how to trust their intuition and how intuition works in general, because it's been, you know, wildly misunderstood. So now that I get to make it real for people, that's just been, you know, the most fulfilling thing I think I've ever done getting to see people trust themselves again and like not even question it just be like no I know I know and I was like yes this is the certainty we get in our lives what we deserve this is exactly what I'm getting from the course so far. So yes. <laughs> I love the part. <laughs> yes, no, seriously. But I love the part where you said, you know, in your story, your life story, how you decided to kind of find yourself again. And I feel like there is a lot of people out there, especially in today, nowadays world, that are just trying to find themselves. And I know you talk most about intuition. So could you kind of give us your quick explanation of what intuition is exactly? 
exactly? And how can it exactly help us to get the clarity that many of us are so desperately seeking in this world today? And especially because we are constantly being bombarded by millions of information and we just simply don't know what we should do. So I always describe intuition as the highest level of knowing available to us. It knows everything about you, like everything, everything that you like, that you don't like, that you're denying about yourself, that you need to embrace about yourself. And it knows all the cooperative components as well. So it knows everything about everyone else. It knows your dreams and it knows how to get you there. And it's constantly trying to communicate that to you. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's taking your dreams and saying, well, this is this is where you want to go. Now I'm going to start to whisper, go here, go there. And what intuition does is it kind of communicates every step you need to achieve your dreams and be successful and stay there because sustaining, you know, success is a really important thing too, but it's going to help you get all the skills along the way. And it's going to help you cut through the noise. I think one of the biggest things is, you know, we've been taught a lot of us to anchor to something external to ourselves. Intuition yeah. is the ability to anchor to yourself and to have that knowing and to have that clarity so that mm -hmm. you can cut through the noise because lots of things are really, really good for us. And lots of stuff is very, very well intentioned, but there's specific things that it's like, this is the best. And guess what? We're yeah. allowed to want the best. We deserve the best. So that's yeah. what your intuition does. It leads you to all these things. It's like the best experiences, the best places, the best people, all of it. So your intuition is just like your best friend that knows absolutely everything and has your back in every moment. I love that. And I guess like it helps us, you know, to quiet the outside to get to the inside, like to the real core that is us actually. So as you said, intuition is pretty much listening to yourself, but like your true, true self without everything that influenced yourself over the years or over time and, you know, through whatever situations that you went through and stuff like that. So what would you say? How does one do that? How does one listen to themselves? If that someone is also an over thinker and there is just too much going on at the same time in one's mind so it's that the problem is not just the outside world but also the inside world yeah that's a huge thing for a lot of people so I love this question and I've been there yeah hello I'm an overthinker <laughs> Right. And the thing is, people would always tell me like, oh, you're being so analytical. I'm like, no, I'm trying to understand. I'm trying to really understand what's going on mm -hmm. and why and where, which led, of course, to more overthinking. So <laughs> it's kind of a funny circle because there's a balance. You want to yeah. know and you want to understand. But for learning intuition, what I have learned is intuition works differently for everybody. And I think like even working with you, you've noticed how it works for you is different than how mine typically work. Yeah. And so that, that's that was one of the biggest things that I I've learned so far is that I mean I knew that we were all different on some level but like it just fascinates me how different we actually are yeah and it's it's so funny because as you start to understand intuition you start to realize that it's connected to things like duality and non-duality like it works the same but it doesn't work the same yeah so <laughs> you you really have to know how it works for you and one of the favorite my favorite things that I've done is I've developed all these exercises for you to test it so mm -hmm. you can start to know and then once you know what you're listening for and how your intuition works with you then you can start to rely on it and start to like build that trust and flex that muscle a lot mm -hmm. so when you're starting uh there's really two parts one is intuitive impulses through the body that's how energy communicates with us and our body picks up on that right if, if you meet somebody you get a vibe you're picking up a vibe that's your yeah, intuition exactly. right and that's working through your body but it also works through your mind so what i encourage most people to do is learn what the physical cue 
issues are because they're not caught up with ego. It's very direct. It's either like, this feels good, this is right, go this way, or it's no thank you, this isn't for me, or like just, I have no resonance with this, right? Because with intuition, mm-hmm. we're looking for resonance. This resonates in a positive way. This resonates in a way that I'm not interested or it's an absolute no. And then once you've set the foundation in your body and you know all the various cues and there's a couple dozen different ways your intuition can work with your body, once you've kind of got that, then I usually tell people, okay, let's start to engage the mind. Let's start to understand the mind because the mind is actually, believe it or not, working in your favor. This is coming up for you. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> I know that's the yeah. next, that's the next, uh, we do that next week. So yeah. Oh, I'm so excited for that one too. But yeah, your mind is actually working in your favor. And when you can understand how and why it's working in your favor, you can start to understand like, okay, this is coming from fear and this is an intuitive impulse. And this is just me using my mind to create. Mm -hmm. So you can start to break down the different roles that come through your mind and you start to understand how powerful it is. And then again, once you have that awareness, your intuition is just going to flow because you've got that heightened level of awareness that says, oh, I feel this. This is what it means. Oh, I feel that. That's what that means. Oh, here's an impulse. That's a good one. I'm going to follow it up. And so you just have this energetic reading and all of a sudden your intuition is loud and clear and you trust it and life is just flowing for you. Like decisions are easy. You don't entertain Mm -hmm. anything outside of like what's aligned with you and mm-hmm. you're like wow this is really awesome <laughs> like this is so much fun so so that's how I suggest people start is really step one is tune into the body step two is then engage the mind and step three is just have fun yeah I feel like especially for us overthinkers tuning into the body is something that we all should do because it really kind of shuts down the overthinking that's what I figured out so far so you know I feel like people you know listening now about into we all resonate on some level to you know we need to listen to ourselves intuition but maybe people out there are wondering like how can I use this to my own advantage so my question is could you maybe share with us some examples of how intuition helped some of your students or your clients to change their lives for the better for you know for example in my case to me it's definitely helping me to become more confident with taking the right steps in my business that I want to take but also what I noticed is that it helps me with my mental health so I would love to know and hear how it helped others the beautiful thing is is it's so varied and diversified so I've had you know real estate agents who have taken my program and and then we were working together and their goal was a certain number of transactions a year it was going to be a seven-figure year that they wanted and they were concerned again looking at the 3d reality around them like oh the spring market's not so good and I don't know and I said okay but your intuition does know and so let's tune into that and I said when you think about putting that, you know, final sold sign on the property and you've hit that seven figure mark, what comes to mind or what do you feel or like just what comes up for you? And she's like, man, this guy's name keeps coming up. And I said, call him, like call this guy. Oh, wow. And she hadn't talked to him in a couple of years. She's like, hey, let's connect again. So they went and had a coffee and he knew a builder doing a big development site who needed a real estate agent. So he connected them and then she got those lots. So she got, I think, 11 lots. And then their next development was going to be 25. So she would have been the next candidate to get those 25, which is 36 lots, which was I think Mm -hmm. about half of her goal. So just Mm -hmm. one thought, one phone call, and she got half her goal. Like that's easy. That's powerful. Wow, that that is 
really powerful just because you know that someone popped in your mind you know if that person didn't decide to listen to themselves like they would just look to what is on paper around them and they would probably just be in in a problem I, I guess <laughs> absolutely and it, it's so wonderful one of my other clients she um she was in an argument with her husband and she okay. knows again the beautiful thing is is when you know how your intuition sounds it comes through loud and clear or how it mm -hmm. feels right I say feels and sounds because intuition works differently with everybody and so she was in an argument with her husband and she was like mm -hmm. my intuition kept telling me to say I love you and she goes well that was like the last thing that I wanted to say she's <laughs> like I was not I was not feeling loving at that moment so we've all been like, there <laughs> Oh yeah, right? We're human about this. But she's like, I know it so well and I trust it. So she looked at her husband and she said, hey, I just want to tell you, I love you. And she goes, you aren't going to believe this, but he just broke down. And he just started oh to say, God. like, this is how I've been feeling and this is where I've been overwhelmed. And like, this is, you know, everything just kind of came out. And I think, oh my God, like if you hadn't have listened to that impulse, mm -hmm. how would that argument have gone? Like, that's a pivotal moment in your relationship. I have goosebumps right now. So <laughs> it's yeah. like, it has your back in every moment it doesn't matter if it's an exhilarating moment or a hard one where you're in an argument with a loved one like your intuition's there and it's helping you so that's a couple of the really fun ways it helps you set boundaries I've had clients be like my intuition told me it's okay to leave a family gathering right now and just say I'm good thank you and she left mm -hmm. and she's like this is the first time I left a family gathering and didn't feel drained or exhausted like I felt really good and really empowered and it just had more energy and I wasn't chewing on that for the rest of the week like mm -hmm. it's gonna help you keep those boundaries it's gonna help you mind your energy it's going to help you expand on your relationships and your career so it's just such a beautiful thing that like you get to apply it however you want whatever it is you desire mm -hmm. I love that so you mentioned a real estate agent right on paper those type of people are usually people who are leaning more towards the logical side so I know that there are people out there who always have a need to use their logic and there are also people out there who think that going the opposite way is the way to go I personally really 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 hate and someone tells me like be logical about this and oh my god like I, my, my blood boils when I hear that but I've heard it so many times in my life so you know it just shows me that there truly are people out there who are living by this principle so my question is who is right here like should we follow our logic or should we follow our heart <laughs> So I love this because you pushing so hard against the like be logical. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't think that me. I am necessarily right, but I just ah. <laughs> no, but it tells you like you pushing against that tells you that there is something more because you know that's not an absolute. Like in your soul, okay. in your heart, your truth, you're like no, like there is more, which is why you're feeling resistance to it. Exactly. I love both these systems. Like, can you imagine only feeling half of your emotions, or can no. you imagine? eating only half a meal like no. intuition yeah exactly don't touch my plate nobody, nobody eats half a bag of chips guys we eat the whole thing come on use both they okay. are systems that are designed to complement each other so a lot of us have been taught that a plus b equals c be logical right this mm -hmm. is how it goes however intuition is much more expansive it's going to be the part that takes you to more innovation right and okay. the funny thing is is we celebrate stories they make movies on stories where somebody just trusted their got did something that's never been done before right Steve Jobs mm -hmm. Air Jordans like all of this mm -hmm. so your intuition is always calling you forward to that expansion and that more that said logic is going to be one butt. of those yeah <laughs> 
but logic logic is useful too because you want things to check out on both levels as much as possible okay. so for example the one time i was looking at a course i'm always you know learning and i was mm-hmm. looking at this course and it was a spiritual development course and i kept feeling a pull my intuition was like yes but it wasn't clicking mm-hmm. and so i recognized that and i was trying to into it and i was trying to feel my way around i'm like what about this isn't working what I'm like mm, no it feels like a good course but why am i not saying yes and so i switched to logic and i said okay what about this is not making sense what is it that I actually want and I was like I want a course that's going to teach me about the sales process about how to be Mm -hmm. on a sales call and I was like oh that's not this course like that doesn't mean that it's not a good course for me but it didn't fit what I was looking for in that moment Mm -hmm. so intuitively felt really good but logically it didn't check out and it wasn't going to fit what I was needing so I declined it which again I haven't regretted that I haven't looked back because right after that I found a course that talked me through the sales process Mm -hmm. so use both because the downfall of one is the like major benefit of the other okay could you like maybe give some tips for someone like me (laughs) that you know (laughs) loves to follow the heart no matter what like how can we maybe incorporate a bit more logic into that so that we are not completely against it Okay, so how to incorporate more logic would be that vision of your end goal. What okay. is it? Mm-hmm. And actually work through both systems. Like you are a very strong feeling person. You feel yeah. like, yes. So, and it's not going to be a 50-50 split for people. We're all going to be somewhere and it might shift. So for you, if you intuitively are like, I know how my intuition feels and it's calling me towards this and it feels good, great. If something doesn't click, that's when you check in with the logic and say, okay, what about this? isn't and asking better questions okay so logically get analytical be like what about this stands out what doesn't like that's when you start to analyze your intuition Mm -hmm. and go okay is this checking out on every single front or do I need to consider another option Mm -hmm. right so often you'll you'll float between okay I have an intuitive impulse if it's a hundred percent yes you don't even have to think about that yeah exactly but I I do have like examples when I have an intuitive impulse but it's not a 100 so I so guess it's, that's the time to use the logic, right? Yeah. So get analytical about it and go, okay, what's not clicking 100% because it's going to help you fine tune. Mm-hmm. And you're either going to say, you know what, it's enough. I'm going to go ahead and do it. Or I'm going to hold out for something better. I'm going to look for something that fits it at 90 or 100%. Since we're talking about this, could you maybe also give a tip for the other type of person, like who uses primarily logic? How could they incorporate a bit more of, you know, following their heart? Yeah. So my brother-in-law is a data analyst. He's like, what would you tell me? (laughs) And I was like... And I love it because everybody has intuition. doesn't matter if you're logical or intuitive. Like everybody has it, just like everybody has logic. And for that, I'm like, say you're compiling a report or you've got a data sample and you just feel like something's off about it. That's your intuition. Like, look at it, right? Maybe you've put something in that's wrong or maybe there's something better. And so you and I have talked, like if your eyes keep coming back to something. So let's say you've got a report on your desk or a proposal on your desk and you're eyes keep coming back to it and you're like "Mm, something feels off because it can go either way let's say let's say there's a a report on your desk that you're going to hand into your boss and you keep looking at it and your gut feels a little bit off and you're like weird I keep looking at it and something feels off Mm -hmm. yeah it's all data it's all analysis but your intuition is saying check that report because something isn't quite right You've made an error in there, right? And on the flips, yeah. And on the flip side, it could be a good thing, right? Let's Mm -hmm. say you're a CEO and somebody's offered you a proposal for your company and you're sitting Mm -hmm. there and you're like, no, I'm not going to sell this. 
Mm-hmm. But it's sitting on your desk and you keep coming back and you're like, mm, actually, my tingles are like getting louder. Like I'm, I'm starting to be curious. Maybe there's something in here. And so you look at it, right? And you realize, actually, this is a really good proposal. And I do because now I'm starting to get an inspiration to do something else with my, my career and my time. So it can go both ways, right? Your intuition can say no, it can say yes. But that's how somebody who's analytical or logical would also be able to incorporate their intuition. Mm-hmm. Okay, I love that. I really love that. And I think that a lot of people could use that like very practical tip no matter what type of person they are so let's go back a little bit to the course that I'm doing the name of the course is soul tuition pretty much like listening to your soul and your intuition and what I've learned so far from this course is that when we get quiet intuition will really clearly show us what a yes for us is and what is a no but what I've also learned is that my anxiety and fear can actually mask my intuition saying yes sometimes So my question is for all of us overthinkers or, you know, people who have a tendency of going into anxious mode quite often, how do we exactly differentiate fear from intuition saying no? So a couple of things you can do, which are really beautiful, is the more you tune in, the more you're going to know what your intuitive impulses feel like, and you're going to know what your anxiety feels like. So you're going to be able to kind of fine tune and differentiate those. But the other things you can do are one, what's the overall goal like sometimes we get really tunnel visioned and zoomed into that next step and that next Mm -hmm. step might be scary but what is your overall goal because if you're like let's say that you're applying for jobs right you're like this is what I want to do with my life this is what I want to be and you go to apply for a job but you have like not a good feeling Mm -hmm. and so if you think okay but this is who I want to be does that change the feeling about applying for the job do you feel excited again does it feel light again like oh yes oh it's scary but this is the next step right or do you think this is what I want to do and be and you're like that feels good but when I think of this company or go to apply like I just feel a sense of heaviness because that means Mm -hmm. don't apply so (laughs) you're able to kind of feel it out and taking a step towards it is always a good thing we tend to think you have to commit a hundred percent in every moment but let's say you feel an impulse like I'm gonna move to Spain Mm -hmm. like okay well that's weird like (laughs) is that for me or like not or like should I really move to Spain or if you start looking up Spain do you get more excited or do you get bored mm-hmm. right because as you take that step you're going to get more clarity as to like ooh i'm actually getting really excited you know what this might be a real possibility mm-hmm. but if you look it up and you think oh my god i am so not interested in this <laughs> then that's your answer you know so there's a couple of ways you can test it right know what that overall dream is know what that big picture looks like mm-hmm. and then check in with that next step or just take that next step and see how it feels Mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes sense. And I love how also like the more you tune into it, the more you're, you know, it's kind of like working out. The more you do it, the better you're at it. So I guess it's the same with this. Okay, now that we kind of like when we do figure out like what a yes is for us, how do we exactly surrender to it? My question is like, do you have any tips for anyone out there who is actually afraid to listen to their intuition? Because they might be worrying that, you know, what their intuition is telling them is a mistake to go after what they want to go after 
I am not a fan of blind faith. I will never teach that you should just blindly trust your intuition. Mm -hmm. I encourage people, and you'll notice this because I sent you a list of exercises to play with. (laughs) Start small. Like when you go to get dressed in the morning, ask your intuition, what's the best thing for me to wear today? And just notice what you get called to and then say yes. Mm -hmm. Wear that outfit. And then you're going to notice how it plays out. So you're going to put on that outfit. You're going to wear it. You're going to trust yourself. And you're going to notice, did you get compliments today? Did it happen to have pockets that you needed? Did you take the umbrella and need an umbrella? that day. So Mm -hmm. start with smaller things. It can even be as easy as opening your fridge and saying, okay, what is it that I need to eat? Or what does my body need today? Eat Mm -hmm. that and then see how you feel. See if you have like really good light feeling energy, because that's how you start to trust it. When you're like, okay, I listened. This is how it felt. This Mm -hmm. is the impulse I got. And I listened and it worked out like this and it was really good. Now you're just rewiring so that you're like, Mm -hmm. okay, I can trust this. I know this. And then when you get a bigger impulse, you're like, oh, I actually can trust this because it works out every time I do. And the other thing I'll say, yeah, it's so much fun. Uh, So start small and build it. But the other thing I'll say is a lot of people have thought intuition is something that like you get an impulse and that's it. And that's not true. You can get an impulse and you can say, okay, I want to say yes to this, but I'm scared and I'm hesitating. Is there another way this can come about so that Mm -hmm. it's easier for me to manage? Because guess what? You're still saying yes, which is going to keep your intuition flowing. You're not going to miss out on anything, but it's going to give an alternative for you. So for example, when I was, you know, I still do work as a respiratory therapist and I had, we had this resuscitation case. I'm sorry if this is triggering for anybody, hopefully not, but we had this resuscitation. This gentleman had passed away and he had a lot of respiratory complications. So unfortunately he passed. I went back to our department and I just had this impulse, like go and tell his family he's okay. They're worried. And I was like, oh no, (laughs) (laughs) I I'm sorry, you want me to go into a emergency department, talk to a family I've never met before and just tell them in front of my colleagues who are all science-based best practice, not into really intuition that I know of. And you want me to tell this family that their loved one is fine. And I was like, I don't want to. Like, that's a big leap from where I was at the time. And so I said, I'm not opposed to doing this, but I need you to bring it about in a different way. Like, I'll, I'll say yes, but I'm not just going to boldly walk down <laughs> and just be like, mm-hmm. hey, guys. <laughs> so I said, like, yes, but you need to bring it about in a in a much more natural way for me. And literally about five seconds later, one of my colleagues walked in and they said, hey, I found this equipment up on a different floor. It's supposed to be an Emerge. Could you take it back to Emerge? And I was like, oh, I see where this is going. And so I took the equipment and I walked downstairs and because the Emerge was on the first floor and our department was on the second. And I walked by the room that the patient and his family was in and there's an IV pump beeping. And I was like, that's weird, but the nurse will turn it off, right? Because I didn't want to go in the Mm -hmm. room because I thought the nurse was going to be in there and hear me say to the family like, oh, your loved one's fine. I know they just (laughs) passed, but they're okay. And so I put the equipment away and I'm walking back and I'm walking past the room and the IV pump is still beeping. And that's weird because in healthcare, if somebody passes, we try to give the most dignified, like quiet, peaceful space for the loved one and and, and the patient yes. and stuff, right? So I'm like, it's really weird that this IV pump is still beeping. And as a respiratory therapist, I wouldn't normally touch it, but they should all be off at this point. So I kind of just like knocked and poked my head in. Well, the nurse wasn't even in there and neither was the doctor. It was the patient and his family. And so they're just oh, wow. all, of course, very, very sad. And I just stepped in and I said, I'm just going to turn this off. And I was like, this is the moment. This is the moment you sent me here for. And I don't know how, you know, you're going to take this. But I said, I'm supposed to tell you that he's okay. Like where he is, he can breathe just fine. And he's okay. And he loves you very much. And they just cried with relief. 
Mm-hmm. And so it's so, it's crazy because when you listen to your intuition, you get all these moments that just like meet your needs, no matter where you're at and you meet other people's needs, you start to, you know, be a cooperative component for them. Yeah. But I, I couldn't just go, okay, I'm going to walk downstairs and say this. I was like, I need you to, I'm saying yes, but I need you to bring it about in a different way. Mm -hmm. And it happened five seconds later. So intuition's not like a here, this is it. And this is all you've got. You're allowed to Mm -hmm. say, okay, well, this is where I'm at and I'd like to, but help me show me something else so that it's easy. Mm -hmm. So that's how if you're if you're scared or you're nervous about intuition, like you really get to work with it and structure it. It's not just a Mm -hmm. all or nothing. There's a lot of ways that you can start to say, okay, this is what's going to work for me. And your intuition will say, okay, we'll work like that. Yeah, I, I feel like for me, and for many people, as a matter of fact, is that, you know, we all are like, when people tell us, like, follow your heart, we always want to go with this blind faith. And it's, in most case scenarios, very scary. And especially it was for me. And I love what you taught me in your course so far is that I actually like, okay, I can get this intuitive impulse and it can be like following my heart. But if I'm scared, I get to choose and I get to like, as if on a radio, I get to like put the volume down or make it like, make it louder or make it less louder so that it gives me like smaller steps to get to where I want or to give me like bigger steps depending on what I want. And I really, really love that how we are in power about this it's not just like you know okay I'm gonna do this now I'm gonna be crazy and just (laughs) follow my heart you know no matter what you know (laughs) like sometimes what my intuition is telling me is like some big really big steps that at the end of the day I get to accomplish but I don't have to do it in a scary way and I don't have to like jump off of a cliff and be like like we're doing this you know like no I get to be like hey can you offer me some stairs down from the cliff You know? <laughs> exactly. So I, yeah, I really, really love that. So how would you advise someone who just started their self-discovery, self-growth journey? Like people are usually overwhelmed and, you know, you can see that people are overwhelmed even after like years of working on, on themselves. So I can only imagine how someone feels, you know, who's just starting out. You know, people are usually overwhelmed and don't know where to even start. Like what would your advice be here? Oh, this is... This is a really good question. <laughs> so like, I, I mean, I think of all the advice I give and then I'm like, would that have even worked for me when I was starting? I don't know. Yeah. Like we always have to think about ourselves. Like what would, like if we could go back, like what would help, I don't know, you or what, like, what would you advise someone? I would say the biggest thing that will serve you, whether you're just starting this journey or even continuing on this journey is the ability to trust yourself. It's not to fix the problem, right? Because at least when I started, I was just like, I don't want to be a broken shell of a human anymore. How do I do that? We all just wanted to fix ourselves. Yeah. And when you're looking at that, that can go on for all eternity, but really, yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I would say look for like start to develop trust in yourself Mm -hmm. is, is the biggest thing and start to develop a connection to your body because you, you can't take just a part of yourself along for the ride. So you have to take your body with you. You have to be on like, you don't have to love your body or have the perfect body, but you Mm -hmm. have to be on the same team. Uh, You still have to appreciate it for everything it's telling you and communicating and helping you experience. And then from there, I would say whatever question is the most important question to you, whether you're looking for confidence, whether you're looking for wealth or abundance, whether you're looking for health or fitness, ask what is the best way for me to get there? And by doing those two things, 
learning to trust yourself and then asking what is the best way, like knowing what it is you want, whether that's like, it might just be freedom. You might know specifically, like I want to lose 15 pounds or I want to have, you know, five figure months or six figure months, whatever it is, or a relationship, then ask what is the best way to get there. It's going to help you cut out all of the noise. It's going to help kind of keep that focus on moving you forward in the direction of your dream. Because I mean, you've mm-hmm. started a business, I've started a business, you know how easy it is to get pulled off or dragged to the side and distracted yeah, by exactly. this next <laughs> most beautiful thing of having to do it right. Like yeah. being able to trust yourself and then ask that question of what is best for me to achieve my goal is going to put you along the the right places and the right people and the right circumstances for you to do that without overwhelm, without the noise and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And yeah. don't do it by yourself. Oh my God. Have a good support <laughs> team. Have friends you can talk to. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, I, I think hold. that is very crucial, like especially in the beginning to have some kind of support system. It doesn't matter if it's a friend, if it's a one person, if it's a coach or if you cannot afford a coach, it doesn't even matter because you will most certainly have a tendency to overthink everything and to compare yourself to everyone. And that's exactly not the point of this whole journey is like to really listen to trust and be like, okay, what do I need to achieve what I want to achieve, no matter what it is. Mm -hmm. I think it's like the same in fitness when you want to, I don't know, lose some weight, you're not gonna, I don't know, know, nowadays everyone is lifting weights or it's either like doing yoga or Pilates, like that is very trendy nowadays. If you really hate that, you're not gonna go and do that like I don't know if you love going outside and hiking you will do that you won't step into Mm -hmm. the gym and you need to learn to trust yourself when it comes to things like this but also when it comes to like things regarding all like self-growth journey if your intuition is telling you like hey maybe read this book and not this one you're gonna go with that one and you really need to learn how to build that as we're slowly getting towards the end of this episode final thoughts in order for someone to step into the shoes that they were always meant to wear no matter what they are trying to achieve could you name one thing that you think could help them the most to achieve that a high level of awareness that's that's the one thing that is going to tell you everything you need to know whether it's yeah like you said what's for you or what's not for you Mm -hmm. just listening to yourself basically (laughs) and I guess practicing listening to yourself because I feel like even when we are practicing it but when we're not practicing it enough it it's so easy for outside world to pull us in and for our mind to start the comparison game and you know just really not trusting ourselves so I really really love your answer (laughs) um and get selfish about it (laughs) yeah exactly yeah this is it's all about you so get selfish about it because yeah it's it's easy to compare but you know the people you're comparing yourself to have been doing this for five years and so of course they're further ahead so Mm -hmm. what works for you in that moment be aware and be honest about it yeah and it's okay if you need to say no to you know other people or other advice that other people are giving you like it's okay you need to learn to trust yourself and be very aware of that Absolutely. so thank you Janice is there since we're talking about intuition is there anything your intuition wants to share as well is is your intuition telling Mm -hmm. you something else you want to share with us well I wasn't thinking about, here's the beautiful thing. I wasn't thinking about about this, but then you asked the question. So I haven't actually officially announced it. You guys are probably hearing this first. Oh, but wow. coming, coming up in October, I'm going to be running a 21-day intuition challenge. 
So Oh wow, I have to mm, join. <laughs> yeah, it's it's 21 days of exercises to tune you into how your intuition feels. I'm not gonna be doing like in soul tuition. We do some coaching and I go in depth into how and why and theory and, and what to do if and when. But mm-hmm. this 21 day challenge is going to be just here are here's an exercise every day. Here's what you're looking for. This is what you're being aware of. Notice how it feels. That's your intuition. And you're gonna just start to get that skill growing and Mm -hmm. heightening that awareness. So it's going to help tune you into how your intuition works. It's going to be a really easy way to just dive in. And I think it's going to be like $42. Like it's going to be really, really cost effective. So if you've been wondering about like, man, I wish I had my intuition. I wish it was louder. I wish it was stronger. I wish I could use it or rely on it. This is like Mm -hmm. the 21 day Kickstarter to your intuition. Where could we find that? For our listeners, where could they find that challenge? It is when I get it posted because I so wasn't expecting to uh, announce that here. <laughs> it's okay, it's okay. You know, so just let me know. You know, <laughs> the world first here. Uh, you can find it on my Instagram at flow and know, which I know you're going to post in the thing in the description, mm-hmm. but it will also be on my website, which is janisbrown.ca. So it will be mm-hmm. there for you and it will be posted probably next week. I'm looking forward to that. Thank you so much, Janice. It was really nice to have you on the podcast. To our listeners, as you heard, you can find Janice on her Instagram under the handle flow and know, and it will also be down in the show notes. So you can just click on the link as well as her website and also the link to her, the energy and intuition podcast, where you can learn so much more about intuition firsthand. So thank you so much for everyone listening and we will talk to you in the next episode. Bye.